We got Ultra Rug. So I'm pinning it right now. Thank you, Twitter, for keeping the brand alive. That was uh, it's that uh, was like an aggressive rug, dude. It, it's and I, I feel bad every time because I talk shit about Twitter and I'm literally on the advertisement for Twitter Spaces. I don't know if you guys saw the video that came out two days ago. I'm too ashamed to share it. You find it on your own. Uh, and uh, and and uh, and so I'm literally on there saying like, rug radio, you know, Twitter Spaces every day, you know, like literally this, the the ad ends in like rug was it uh, Twitter Space what. Was it a poem? Like it, we we need to get that pinned. I think. I think not yeah, enough was, people. It was, it was it, it's pen poem. now. It is pen now. <laughs> so, fuck you, motherfucker. So basically, what happened is that they gave me like a script, and I was like, "Huh, like those words are okay." And they're like, "Listen, we just want you to like spit a bunch of words. They're like super like slangy." I'm like, "All right, fuck it." So I a went on there. You wrote right. <laughs> and then I went on there, and I I spat that, and I'm like, "Yo, can I shout like Rug Radio?" You know, obviously, you know, for the culture. And so I did. So I thought it was really cool. Like millions of people are just gonna hear like Twitter Spaces rug radio every day and all day every day. But uh, Corey, you, know, you gotta share this. You can't just hide it. It's pinned now. It's pinned. It's pinned. Um, it's funny. It's a twenty-six second uh video. Uh, looks good. <laughs> but um, as as I was trying, your hair is a point. Your yo, I point. know, right? That hair is looking shiny, bro. I swear to God. <laughs> oh fans, my god fans, oh, real quick, not coming if you, back uh, if you heard that my question talking. before I don't know but um, can you add a second wallet to token proof yes you can add as many wallets as necessary uh, no problem alright thank you appreciate it so Fonz can you just give it because we were going to have this as one of our one of our um topics today like in terms of sign up so far which which events are looking to be the biggest on your end i mean definitely ape fest and i think you know it's not a surprise but uh ape fest is going to be the the one with the highest demand and then after that i would say uh proof of moonbirds on tuesday the 21st with tame impala that's that's definitely in high demand as well Nice. Which which other big events are you, are you doing? Are you doing the Azuki event, Doodles, um, Cool Cat? I'm doing neither of those. Um, Guttercat. Yeah, no. We're doing Guttercat Gang. We're doing Boss Beauties. Boss Beauties is having Kesha doing an acoustic set on the 21st as well. Uh, we're doing um, World of Women. We're doing MFers. We're doing a bunch. And there's it's fine. To just be ignore announced. me completely. We're doing rug radio. Jesus, there you go, <laughs> motherfucker. Rug I was radio, waiting for that one. Rug radio actually put out forty thousand tickets to be available through the token proof <laughs> platform. So rug radio could potentially be the biggest Web three event in New York City. <laughs> I need to. I need to reshare all this stuff. We already had like what four or five hundred signups, but uh, with light, like medium to light, um, you know, push. The thing is, like, if you push too early, like. Even now, we're just starting to even do our schedules about NFT and YC, right? So now that now that we're set, you know, and we're pretty much set with our second location, which is really freaking dope in Soho. So it's going to be a – it's definitely going to be a vibe. Definitely we're going to turn up into a vibe. With special appearance, by the way, you know, I, I don't care. You know, you're talking with me about Kesha or Tame Impala or Justin Bieber or whatever or Snoop Dogg. I have a special appearance at the Rug Radio event by OSF and Mando. 
So if you can beat that, then come talk to me. If you can't beat that, then I'm sorry about you. But do you, uh, guys, do you guys play any instruments, or what's going to be the performance? Uh, Olaf actually is a uh, fancies himself as a little bit of a singer. He has a very weird <laughs> octave which he sings in. Um, he singing. Guitar and sings. My, you know my, what? I've seen some uh, some acoustic covers by myself. Yes. Burrow, is that... what, do you, what do you think? What do you think about putting together an official rug radio karaoke night? I mean, I let's would say do it. Sounds really fun. We should just go to a karaoke bar, like just unofficial, official. We just go. You know what? That's exactly. actually really funny. Um, I actually think in the day, like no one's going to the conference, right? Apart from the one thousand eight hundred speakers. I mean, our but... thing is daytime on purpose. Why There's would you? Conference? Why would you? What are you gonna, yeah, exactly. What are you going to do in the day? Like, I, I kind of feel like... I'm going to go to Rug Radio's event. A lot of people are going to go to the Rug Radio event, I imagine, because it's just a fun place to, to be. Well, the thing is, um, I'm actually, like, with the second location, the problem is we got rugged at, at first, so I had to, like, push it a little bit to see if I can end up getting another second location. And it ended up working out pretty well for us. I'm finalizing today. And, uh, and so I'm actually going to turn this into a whole vibe. Like, it's going to be, like, you come in, it's going to be brunch, bagels, Montreal, of course coffee all that good stuff you vibe become a conference couches everywhere just like just chilling you know like like i just want to turn into a big vibe and then just coziness right i don't know if we can bring couches up to the second floor but anyways i just want to put a bunch of bean bags if i can and then <laughs> and then we're just gonna like vibe until four and then we're gonna go to the gallery and we're gonna throw cocktails for three hours and then chill and then everybody can do it to their own thing i thought daytime would be smarter because there's so much stuff happening at night Yes, but karaoke is must do. We went to karaoke during Miami Art Basel, and it was so much fun. Yeah, karaoke is always fun. We should we should do that in in another. I mean, now it's a little too late to set up a karaoke. Uh, but actually, <laughs> is it though? Could be fun. Is it though? Don't tempt me. Don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Sure. But- <laughs> when are the when are the, the rug radios on the twenty second and twenty third, right? For right? the twenty second nope. is like twenty first and twenty second, I think. Correct. Yeah, so twentieth is oh, the sorry. photo gallery and twenty 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 one, twenty two is the event. Cool. And we're doing live rug radio on the twenty first, is that right? Hell yeah, twenty first and twenty seven second. <laughs> we're doing live GM NFTs in person in New York, uh following two heavy nights in New York. So um, it's uh, it's gonna be interesting to see uh, how we turn up physically to the show. Yeah, you're gonna uh, have to work early after those parties. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a rough morning, but we're gonna make it. And anybody who wants to come up, you know, you already know the vibes. So you're gonna come by, bring you up on stage, and we're gonna have a chit chat. It should be fun. It should be fun. We got a content team and everything. But anyways, before we got rugged. And gone to the Ape Fest and New York City conversation. Um, <laughs> welcome, GM everyone. Another episode of GM NFTs on this beautiful Wednesday, June 8th, 2022. Today, on the show, as usual, daily NFT and market summary, which, I mean, you know, not much going on, right, OSAP? But still, on the NFT side, uh, DJ's gonna DJ. Um, then we're gonna talk obviously about NFT and NYC events. That's why I was saying comment yours below, but then. The main tweet was rugged, but I'm going to go back. I'm just trying to every day, like, trying to stack up events. And maybe we, we want to make a show about, like, what events there are in FTMYC at some point. So it could be cool to have, like, a repertoire <laughs> of events. I'm sure everybody needs that. 
Uh, and they had a conversation uh, with Frank D. Gods, who uh, founded Dead Gods, which is arguably like the most popular project on the Solana blockchain right now, or one of the biggest uh, by far. And I think it's got like 400 soul floor. But he's going to come chat with us about Solana NFTs in general. Um, I saw he was having a conversation back and forth yesterday. And I thought it was interesting to have him on to ask him, are Solana NFTs too young? Uh, and there's a whole topic around that. So Frank's going to join us as well for that. And then why are people finding it tough to enjoy NFTs at the moment? You know, we saw the uh, creative director or art director, or whatever, NVIDIA, that's the tweet that you sent, Mando. He wrote quite the thread. Some people seem to strongly disagree. Some people seem to strongly agree. So there's definitely something going on there in the conversation uh, to be had. But yeah, OSF, why don't you uh, open up for us with the, the market <laughs> or whatever that thing is that we call a market? Yeah, it's pretty, it's kind of, it's, you know, it's pretty quiet. I don't think there's much that's going to happen until Friday's inflation number, but um, it looks like stocks are basically unchanged today. They kind of closed unchanged just yesterday, maybe maybe small up. Um, crypto is kind of down a little bit off the highs, but pretty unchanged. Yeah, it's very quiet, very quiet out there. I think, um, uh, I think we're all just going to wait to see what happens on Friday, and I think that we'll have... Uh, it will definitely, I think it's going to have an impact on the market one way or another, but um, as we discussed yesterday, but yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's it. I'm just like the market's crypto side. I do think I looked at NFTs this morning and it's the first day in a while that I saw like some of the more familiar blue chips in the top 10, like Mucins were there, Apes were there, Other Side was there, Azuki was there. So I wonder if like some of the volume is coming back to the original blue chips and like Goblin Town volumes down quite a lot as well. Um, obviously like uh, we're all going to die is now taking the limelight so kind of like what Michael was saying the other the other day it's like the the, the invo thing seems to switch like first it's okay bears, then it was Goblin Town now it's we're all going to die what's the next one going to be and I think it's important to just like figure out which of these teams are going to have actual real longevity beyond just like these one or two week hype cycles but um, uh, it was interesting to see that volumes back uh, shifting towards the, the more regular blue chips today. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it, really. You want yeah, to not in? much aside from that, right? Mando, go ahead. Yeah, there's not really much to add. Like, it's been very yeah. low volatility for the last um, week or so. Like, they had that day a couple of days ago where ETH dropped very suddenly, but then rebounded. Um, and I think there was a tweet out by NFT Statistics today being like, this has been the lowest volatility week for the Board 8 Yacht Club floor ever. Wow. Um, it's, it's kind of stayed um, basically within like a 1.3% range for the last week or so. So it's um, it's definitely quiet out there. The vast majority, I still think, yeah, today it's maybe starting to seep back into some of the older projects, but you look at the top 30 on OpenSea, the vast majority are new projects. The vast majority are low volume new projects. Yeah. Um, and I think we're going to get into it a little bit later, but that's part of the reason why people are, it's, it's moved into a phase of the bear, of this bear market where it's just become a bit quiet. And I think a lot of people find it a little bit difficult to identify with some of the stuff that's the community is kind of talking about or focused on. And I think that's made it a little bit more difficult to kind of engage um, at the moment. Like, even on, like, I don't know, when I'm looking to just, like, have a conversation about something, it's difficult when you just don't really engage with that many of the top NFTs, which are uh, trading at the moment. But that's that's maybe just my point of view. 
Yeah, I feel that. I'm looking at it right now. Like, even if you look at the top, of course, the whole, like, actually, we're talking NFT daily summary. Yesterday, what happened to World Going to Die was fucking crazy. Like, I was at my desk, and all of a sudden, I'm like, yo, let me check this, like, collection real quick, see how it's doing. And I go to open scene, it's gone. I'm like, what the hell? So I tweet out, like, yo, what happened in collection? And I got I got a bunch of, uh, of screenshots from people saying it was delisted. And so the collection was delisted for, like, a few minutes. And then I went on Gem because I was like, wow, like, what's going to happen on other platforms, right? Like, 2 by 2 looks rare, et cetera. And it went all the way down from 1.4 ETH to 0.7 ETH in, like, sharp, like, in, like, the matter of minutes. And then um, when that happened, uh, I was trying to, like, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to buy a bunch because, like, these people are starting to build this, like, little micro, like, cult and shit. It's probably going to work. And so I was just, like, I, I was looking at, like, 200 people burnt their NFTs. So I was like, okay. So I'm just going to, like, buy buy a couple. And it wasn't working. And they got bought up back all the way up to 1.4 ETH. And if I'm not mistaken, they refunded, like, the project ended up refunding um, uh, you know, what's, uh, I, I'm, I'm, they're refunding the people who sold during the dip, like the amount, something like that. Like it was pretty, uh, it was pretty impressive actually, but that was interesting to watch. Like that was absolutely insane. I don't know if anyone has, uh, NFTs of that project, but some people in the rugby discord, this guy was like, dude, my heart dropped for a second. Like, <laughs> and then Psydoc sells this for 45 ETH, which he paid four and a half ETH for, which is pretty insane. Like this is like a four day old project. Yeah, I saw it got delisted. I didn't know they were doing refunds for people. That, yeah, you know, hey, it's a whole, it's paper. a whole thing. I'm, I'm gonna send you it. Yeah, they, uh, they refunded people. It was, uh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, point four, point six, point two, point five. Like they literally sent like people. Here, I'm sending you on on text. I'll pin it at the top too. Uh, they refunded people like, um, you know, all the money that they lost by selling. At, anyways, it was pretty. It was pretty impressive that they did something like that. I just thought I'd note that. It was interesting. Um, wonder what they're going to burn next. Now that they have a lot, because they, they did like 1,600 ETH, 1,400 ETH in volume 24 hours, which means they have more money in the secondary, which means they're going to burn a crazier NFT. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if they burn an Abe next. That would be insane. <laughs> I think that, I think that everyone's aiming for them to burn an Abe, right? That's that's kind of what they want to do. I think they're going to do Punk first, then Abe, and then another Abe. Huh. I mean, they can definitely afford the punk now. It's like 48, something like that. And like, yeah. they did the mutants. And like, they did, they, I mean, they've done that money 10 times over. Like, if you're looking at how much they've made so far in secondary sales, absolutely insane. So I wonder, um, I wonder what's next. But I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Uh, <laughs> and it's pretty insane. But yeah, volume pretty dry in general across, uh, across the board. But even when you look at it, Mando, like, this project's on 8,900 ETH. Like, that's insane. Like, how much should they... They raked in 580 Ether in secondary sales already in four days. That's crazy. Yeah, look, it's not... Um, we're clearly in this, like, three-minute meta as well. Like, yeah. we, we, we obviously did a project at the start of it as well, which is three-minute. Mm-hmm. Maybe helped um, drive that narrative as well. But, like, I, I do think that as a narrative is very difficult to regain attention for older projects because if there's free stuff coming out um it's it's quickly people quickly like uh, get on board with it but i also um yeah it's like it's it is weird to look down and not find that many top projects in like the top 50 even on OpenSea at the moment or everything just feels a little bit quiet um and 
I think, I don't know, like, it all feels like a bit of hot potato as well. Like, as with all new new projects do, like, everyone everyone is, is a high propensity of, like, flipping and, like, everyone wants to move on to the next one very, very quickly. So, but with Free Mint, I think that's even more so because I think people are like, well, there's free stuff coming out all the time. Like, we just want to this one to go higher and then we'll move on so it's like a very high churn ratio at the moment but i don't really think there's anything to really stop it like i, I like i like free mints as a model i think it's it's a smart it's a smart way to get people involved but it um during a bear market it just means as though um yeah everything else feels incredibly quiet if there are free mints during a bull market i think it would feel a little bit more healthy who's going to be the first person to drop a paid mint <laughs> Hey, what? <laughs> oh, well, you like you get paid to mint it? No, like now that you that you actually charge to mint to, to mint. <laughs> it's all free now. Oh, the opposite. <laughs> Don't you think it's gonna get like oversaturated though? Like, like as these free of mints course. like go on, like there's there's got to be a point where where it changes and people are are looking at that as like through a different lens. Like, there's too much of it, you know. Well, of course it's going to happen. And the thing is, and it's already happening, Golden, right? A lot of free minutes are probably not minting out at all. And or even like even yesterday, I was looking at these Pablo's one because I thought they were really funny. And they posted like an honorary of me. But like, I looked at the price action. Like it went from zero to like 0.023. People started buying and went to 0.2 and local top there. And went down to like what, 0.1215, whatever. That doesn't mean it can't, it can't keep like, you know, thriving later. It's really funny, actually. But, like, there's so much of it, right, Golden? It's, like, at some point, like, people, for it to, like, follow up, you need, like, actually, like, people actually want to know what the team's going to do, this and that, or utility this, utility that. So, it's, like, that's why Goblins did good. Like, even though it was free and all that, they actually, like, started doing a bunch of stuff. So, it's it's going to be interesting to see uh, if maybe, maybe one of the teams is going to hit the jackpot, like, die, do 10,000 ETH in secondary and have enough money to actually start something out of it. So, I'm curious to see that. Like, are we going to see brands and or big projects be born out of this whole free mint wave, you know, down the line? It'll be interesting to see that narrative. But for sure, 99% of it's just not going to be there. And they don't have to, they don't owe anyone anything because they're going to be like, well, it was a free mint. So, you know, they're just going to go. So it's it's, like, it's an infinite dangerous game to play if you're playing it. Who is charging for projects right now? Like, I don't even know the last time. I think Pranksy's kind of doing a project at the moment, maybe which is like 0.22 mint. But um, I haven't seen that many actually like projects which have sold out. Potentially, there are. I mean, they're out there, like, but they're just not getting a lot of a lot of volume at all. Like, I just minted a, a homework NFT, and it has like Pop Wonder and a bunch of like oh, crazy I saw awesome. These, you were hosting that yesterday, no? Yeah, yeah, these was yeah. on there too. Yeah. yeah, and like they just like haven't got the attention because it's a pre time, right you know. I'll get that right now. This is the Pop Wonder it's on homework. async. Yeah, it's on async. I'll, I'll link to it. Yeah, um, like, but I think their reasoning of keeping it just open and flat pricing and not making it free or anything smart because they're just trying to keep like a low entry point for their collectors in the future. They don't really like want to get out, you know, all of them tomorrow and get them, you know, yeah. churning on secondary. So I think like for the more more art oriented projects, at least like you can just let it chill. But for the profile pictures and hype related stuff, it's very very quiet. But this is also like these like I like to argue that like it's actually not bad either, right? That oh everything mints out and then what? Like maybe if it mints out over a month, like expectations are lo- lower, but also you have time to do stuff. No, like I it's I think or a week or a couple of days. I think it could be pretty fun for them to log in. Uh, not log in, sorry, to mint out slowly. 
I mean, there's all like the stories of like cool cats reducing their mint price yeah. and taking a little bit of mint out. And there's other, you know, successful projects that have done the same. So don't definitely, yeah. I, I think people are too hard on themselves, like project founders and artists in this period in time in this space. Like definitely just take a deep breath, smoke a joint, lower your expectations. <laughs> uh, dude, <laughs> good idea, dude. That is, that is quite the idea. Sobi, what do you think of all that? <laughs> um, GM, Sobi. GM King. <laughs> We're talking about free mints. What are you doing this early? Like, yeah, that's crazy. Early for you, right? You were, uh, I actually was on a space and you were talking really late last night, so I'm surprised to see you here. Oh, yeah. Bro, <laughs> I'm up and at it, bro. I wake up at 6 o'clock and then I go back to bed and wake back up at 7.30. Wake up 6 o'clock. Do, do a, two hours of gym straight out there. Yeah, I need to, dude. So I need to get my body moving, dude. <laughs> I need to shrink, dude. I was actually thinking, I was laying in bed super stoned the other day after just eating Taco Bell, and I was like, what the fuck am I doing with my life, dude? I think we've all been there. Yeah, we've all been there. Everyone's getting ripped for NFT MYC. Dude, I've been going every day. <laughs> Two-week training program <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's on their two week training program right now we lose it all in two weeks but like, like I'm gonna like, start today it's not like a beach club event kind of thing like no one's gonna be walking around with their shirts off sure. no, no. Just no. Oh, speak for yourself <laughs> bro so <laughs> speak for yourself I'm about to act bad <laughs> just try to be healthy so we can go I've out. never been to New York I don't know how they do it you know it's oh, like Florida could, uh, where people don't wear shirts I just minted one of those uh, Pup Wonder homework NFTs. Thanks for reminding me, Golden. Good luck on a legendary. It's my first time minting on Async as well. Um, yeah, it was really cool. It was like a fun little project with a fun reveal. And like each little layer, each trait layer like represents a music thing. It's it's like a music part of the audio track that comes with it. It's really neat. Yeah, I know. Yeah, watching the reveal is cool. It, it just is it going to show on Hold on, I'm trying to see my OpenSea because it's finished. It'll uh, reveal on the async site after like a minute. It'll um, have like a little animation thing and then show the traits one by one. This is fun. This is this is good. See, amidst a lot of noise, there's still you know a bunch of stuff. I see. I know Pop's been on your spaces a lot. These and you collect him. Would be cool if we, we should get him for like a quick origin story one day too, because he's such an interesting guy. His art is amazing. Pop's the good. Yeah. West Coast. Pardon? Yeah. Yeah. Nice seven thirty start for Pop. Yeah, he's uh, Portland. <laughs> uh, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. We'll, we'll, we'll give him. We'll give him that you good. You know energy. the um the four twenty a.m. mug I have, nugs and mugs, the the coffee thing. Like he yeah. actually wakes up early and works before his kids wake. Or his kid wakes up, so like he's an oh, early riser. Got a sick one, these. It's like uh, y'all can go to my wallet if you're listening live to this space. If you're not <laughs> listening live, we're talking about this drop that Pop Wonder did on Async, uh, which is I think minting at point zero seven seven ETH. So if you like Pop Wonder and you want to mint something different, you can get that. Uh, you're doing it for the art, FY. And so, <laughs> but yeah, it's a cool one, right? Hold on, uh, I'm looking minutes. at yours. You got the Reaper. I got like a skull looking thing like it looks like sick a grim reaper thought. the one i happen to get is like all alien theme and which works perfect because i've just been like all alien friend out <laughs> oh and there's music behind it too damn oh the music's the best part you um 
Well, you Ed would lose his shit right now. You could license the music for your uh, Rug Radio jingle if you wanted. It's you, you have the rights to your music. Interesting. See, that reminds me also of um of what's their name? It's um Jeff and the Warp Sound. Sorry, I had a brain fart. Warp Sound with yes. Jeff. Yes. Um, similar vibe where I can license out the music behind it and people can make what they want of it. I think that's really cool. That's a good use case for music NFTs, actually. How many of you did you mint these? I think I got five yesterday. Five or six. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I, don't, I, mean, I, I saw them I mean, five. These are cool. Legendary yeah. Overnight. Um, the Lurk Loves You one got minted, which is pretty cool. The Dude, Legendaries cool. really stick out. Yeah. One is not yeah. enough. I wanted three. Yeah, I the minted Pop Wonder three. Legendary is really cool. I minted three and I put my least favorite one up for sale and someone bought it and it paid for my other two. I meant to more. This is fun. Big, Why not? Big brain like, shit. Yeah, exactly. Got lucky. Wait, you listed it, but when people could have like just went and like could have just minted one of their own. Yeah, I listed for like point two, and someone bought it for point two. They could have just minted three. three. Those are fun. How much uh, the supply? It's like five k. No, it's more. Like four thousand, forty five hundred or something. Interesting. Yeah, that's a lot I- of fun. I do see um, Naomi in the audience too. She was on the project and also on the warp team. Um, oh no way! Props to her. Yeah, we talked to her yesterday on the homework space. Tara, Naomi. Hey, hi. GM, GM. yo, what up, Tara? What's up, Naomi? What's up? GM, Tara. Time we haven't spoken. GM. Damn. Oh, oh my gosh! You hosted one of my very first uh, first NFT rooms. I think I hosted your Genesis. Yeah, you did. Yeah, and Whale Shark bought it. I'm so happy yeah. to be here with you all. Uh, Clubhouse. Hey, Dee. <laughs> I remember that. Hi, and hey, Long Simon. What's up? Hey, how you doing? Good, good. Y'all are minting our project. This is so exciting. Yeah, we went from, like, talking about the market and free mints and that to, like, hey, what else is there? And we can we found this beauty. Yes, <laughs> and I heard Warp Sound, too. You know, I'm on the Warp Sound team as well, so um that's my we love warp sound here. yeah i love it yeah yeah music nfts i'm so happy to be here talking with you all about this stuff and thanks for thanks for checking out homework and music blueprints um on async so it's pretty exciting but the whole music blueprints um like technology kind of blew my mind yesterday i didn't realize how async was trying to you know just lower the bar for creating and to make it so that you know these tools are accessible to people who don't um know how to code <laughs> which i i thought for some reason i was like oh like a smart contract dev did all this stuff and you're like oh no like async's new platform and yeah that was a really interesting conversation yesterday yeah i mean async is really all about creative tools and providing those tools to artists to use and removing the barriers to entry Because I know that's why so many of us got into this space in the first place, was looking for ways for artists to reach more people and get their work out there. And then you get in here and you're like, oh, well, I could make a generative project if I have a team of devs and coders and web develop, you know, the whole deal. And so Async has it so that it's it's like it's like using Adobe Creative Suite in a way, but it's it's so much easier than that. And you just, you know, if you have the idea you can use the tools for free and you just upload the layers, you upload the layers of audio, it's completely free. So like our homework project, which has like four, it has actually almost 800 million different possibilities that we had seven core artists and, and special guests like Lurk and some other folks. And um, we were able to upload, you know, 300 audio and 300 visual assets 
for free, not even there. It didn't even take gas, you know, to, to, to upload it. And so, um, if you have the idea, then async has created this incredible suite of tools that you can use to bring your idea to life. And it's really great. This is really cool. I'm like tripping. I just minted two more. Uh, they're really cool. Thank the you. I'm curious with async too. Were you able to kind of like review everything and make changes with assets? If there was any like mistakes in generation at all? Well, we were able, we did extensive testing. So the, the, the tool, it's actually incredible. It's like you have so much control. They've made it so complex. You don't, you don't have to make it complex, but if you want to dig in to all the stuff that they have, uh, that they have made possible, you can like have different pathways. So, so essentially you could have like a whole bunch of mini projects. Like you could do a whole album. Okay. A musician could do an album with like 10 different songs, all of which have a different set of stems. So like you could come in the way I think about it is like you go, you go to the record store and you get an album, but the album that you get is one of like 800 million unique possible albums. Like you could have a whole set of different songs. And when you came in to mint it, you could get not only one of like millions of versions of one, one song, but you could end up with one of millions of versions of, you know, 10 songs. So it's like, they've made it really robust, but you can also, it can also be simple. And yeah, you have a whole process where you like upload the assets one by one. And then you like, they generate hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them for you. You can generate as many as you want in advance. Um, so that you can just, you know, QA everything. Um, you don't generate, the, the ones that actually get minted are generated on the spot. Everything is, happens in real time. Nothing is pre-generated, but you can run through extensive testing um, before you publish it. And that like allows you to see, you'll obviously, you know, you're never gonna see all, all of the possible combinations, but they let you see and hear. So they, they go through a sort of a mock generation where you can like generate a hundred at a time and then just scroll through and make sure everything looks and sounds like you want it to. And then you can go back and change things. You can also adjust all the percentages. So like if you want certain things to be more rare, um, there's you just type in the percentage and it all adds up to 100. And you can like adjust the percentages. You can adjust the rarity. You can also have metadata that like um, if you have, if you do these different they're called types and that's how you would do like 10 different songs with a completely different set of stems. But say you had like one stem that worked across all 10, you could name it the same thing, the same uh, file name in all of those different 10 sort of sub projects, the types, and then it would show up as the same metadata, like the same properties. Like when you look at the properties on OpenSea, it would, the metadata would be the same. And so you could do rarity that way. You can, you can, there's like all different kinds of ways to like gamify it. The other, the coolest thing, in my opinion, one of the coolest things about the whole thing is the reveal video. And every blueprint has a reveal video where they show, it's like an animated reveal where layer by layer, your, your, your layers drop in. And with the audio blueprints, you also get the audio. So you get to hear, like, starting from the back layer to the front layer, what everything, you get to see it and hear it as it drops in and your blueprint is formed right then and there. And then the other cool thing is, like, some of the artists on the blueprints uh, who are making blueprints right now, they're using that reveal video as part of the whole creative experience. So, like, they're hiding something in one of the layers um, that you see only when you watch that reveal video and you can watch it again and again, you can go through and like play all the reveal videos for everything that's been minted so far. And, um, 
Yeah, it's you can have up to 10 legendaries, I think. We have six, and one of them got minted last night. It's Lurks, and he also made an audio track for it. We have one, uh, a one of one by Pop Wonder that hasn't been minted yet. Uh, one by me and and Tanya Del Rio, who's another artist on the project. Um, one, let's see, I think Wine Bags did the audio for Pop Wonders. Um, we have one by Hilton Deuce, uh, Hilton Wright the second, and um, Zach Winterton, Zachary Winterton. So it's there's a there's yeah, <laughs> it's it's a kind of crazy project, and and Blueprints is like any artist out there. Go check out async art, check out music blueprints and the regular non-music blueprints. Async's like one of the OG NFT platforms and they've been doing groundbreaking, innovative stuff from like the very beginning for more than two years now. Boom. There you go. We offshored to async and you got to learn about more stuff you can do music NFTs and async, which yes, async is actually as OG as it gets in the space, you can actually find some dope art on there. You should definitely check it out. A-S-Y-N-C, right? Async.art, I believe. Let me double check for five seconds. Yes, it is. Well, Async. Congrats, Tara. That's awesome. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, did you Thank guys you. See, did you guys see Neil Stevenson's announcement recently? Like this morning? I'm not uh, sure who Neil Stevenson is. Um, uh, author of Snowcraft. Uh, like yeah. the... Yeah, he announced he's doing a layer one blockchain. <laughs> what? Yeah, what? Let, me find, let me find this post. Like, I was looking at the team. Let me find this real quick again. This is the guy who originally came up with the concept of the metaverse with, his, with the book. That, uh, that is going to be interesting. I don't know. It just doesn't really feel like the right product market fit. <laughs> it's called Lamina. Uh, I just pinned up a tweet here. Um, I, I read through the press release. Like they have uh, the head of AR VR from Unity on the team. Like, looks interesting, but who knows? Well, they should come on the show and uh, and talk about it. How's that? Um, <laughs> I lost track here for a second. I really like what uh, Naomi was talking about and the whole uh, thing about music NFTs. Where is Ed Balloon when you need him? Also, um, Mando, it seems like we've lost OSF. So he just tapped out. As per normal. As per, oh, as per usual. He's, uh, he's recording his music NFT uh, airdrop for Rekta. Yeah, he's dropping on Async next week. <laughs> the wrecked guy airdrop? No no doubt. No doubt. You're going to hear some, some long-winded story about how Obi used to be a musician and, and that now... Uh, Before he got the digital art. In a post-finance world, he's now discovered his talent as being a top 10 artist in this space. Oh, my God. This Sobi also drop on us. See, they went to drop a single together. They they definitely left together to drop a song. Well, it you know, part of the time... <laughs> you stole that. I'm actually curious where the hell OSF went. Like, he, he didn't even text us this time. Usually, he gives us a text like, yeah, I got a call with that person. Or, yeah, I got to do this. But this time... Um, OSF just left us, so uh, he got rugged. He got, he got, yeah, he sounds like he got rugged. Actually, we opened the spaces rugged, uh, which was uh, which was not great. Um, and so and so we were talking actually part of the topics we had like you know NFT NYC events, and I had told people to comment their event on the on the last tweet of the last space, which ended up getting rugged. So I'm gonna see what I had, but um, I don't know if any of y'all have like specific events that you're planning that you want to talk about. You know, give us like. TLDR and when it is and what it is so for people because I know there's a lot going on so I kind of want to give people updates almost daily until then 
these? Did you claim your your uh, eight fest tickets? You, you taking the whole gang? Yeah, I'll, every day I'll be there. You can <laughs> find me at eight fest. <laughs> I, I used my honorary ape with all of the awesome perks it gets, and it let me front run the line. And I was <laughs> straight there with Gordon, Gordon and Gar. Yeah, he's just going to be pulling up with Gordon and Garga. That's which, uh, which, which events are you looking forward to, Dee? I know, I know, you have you must have quite the roster. Yeah, Monday night, I'm excited for the NFT NYCC event. We rented out like uh, oh, I didn't rent out Redbeard and the squad rented out like eight movie theaters, a whole street. Wow, it's like 600 plus people event. I'll be going um, there. For sure, I'll yeah, be I'm there. Have uh, a gallery yeah, be... at like 10:30 at night. I think I just finished it last night. It's like 140 pieces. Wow. Um, it's just going to like Let me pin that, yeah. Uh, I, You know what's cool? I, I wonder who was behind this. That makes sense. It's Redbeard. Um, they were giving away Rug Radio membership passes to artists so that they could be in our gallery. I thought that was really cool. It was them. NYC, right? With like a S-S-B-A. Yeah. NYC. It's a confusing name. Yeah, I've known Redbeard for like... 10 plus years now. He's a great dude. Absolutely great dude. Who's that's the one associated with Beanie now? No, that's another red beard. Oh, <laughs> so we're talking about okay. Roja, uh, not, not red beard, the, the ape. Different. We have a problem here because guess what? There's three red beards in the space. Like, I'm really starting to get confused because there's like red fungible beard. issue. Yeah, there's, there's like our red beard, like, you know, the, he's a rug radio holder. He's a super good friend. He he does the gallery, does everything. What says what? That's the red beard that, that Deez is talking about. That's our red beard. And then there is, I said red beard, red beard. And then, and then. So calling everyone else rec beard. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. So the other two rec beards, there's um, the guy from Knights of D-Gen, Austin. He's a really nice guy. Uh, Redbeard, who started Redbeard VC. So it's a whole, like, venture capital fund. And then you have another Redbeard, which is Beanie's Redbeard. So, and then you also have it... Justin Turner from the Dodgers. Oh, no, 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 no. Fuck that guy. Uh, our, our Redbeard, doesn't he go by the Barba Roja? Yes. Yeah, Barba Roja. yeah exactly. I mean, plus one for the, for the creativity behind that. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of. Red he beard. had the foresight to be like, "Oh, this is going to yeah, be he was popular. Like, oh. I need to re, re, you know, frame the brand here." <laughs> that's so funny, but yeah. So NFT NYC, that's on the Monday. Uh, what's on the and then Tuesday, there's also Kim and Paula and, and Paula and yeah. David Blaine for the Wizard and Witch Hat holders. Yes, which uh, I don't know. I need to see. I mean, I guess it's too late for the tickets to that too. But yeah, Moonbirds. Uh, Wednesday is, is there like a super rare party on Wednesday? I have a couple cocktail party, dinner, brunch things. And then I think the super rare party, maybe. Yeah. Tuesday's also warps. We have our Ooh, warp sound party. On Tuesday. What's you the- got to come to Tuesday warp sound party. It's going to be amazing. What is it? Where is it? Give us the details. Give us the details. Oh my God. Okay. Well, y'all are warps holders. I know that much. Oh, hell yeah. So, yeah. So... So we haven't put out all the details yet. Um, I can tell you, I can I can back channel some of those possibly. I don't know. I have to get team permission always for everything. I'm afraid of spilling tea all the time. 
But um, I'm like, what am I allowed to say or not? But we're going to have like a live. Have you all heard of Secret Walls? They do these like live paint battles. So we have um, we're going to be pairing them up with our DJs. and We're going to be doing live um, live painting like they do. They do like wall art on entire walls. So we've, we've rented out a gallery and we're going to have live paint battle. We're going to have um, a special secret thing for some of our warps holders uh, that involves might involve uh live minting um we have uh i'm like what can i say there's there's physical art things there's giveaway things there's uh djs we're gonna have some really dope djs and um food we're gonna have a food experience um edible nfts and we're kind of going all out it's definitely the biggest thing we've ever done and our parties so far have been pretty great at like south by southwest we did something with smiles and dead fellas and then in at uh nftla we did um a big party with uh, with Nikki Diamonds at their flagship store, but this is gonna like this is gonna be next level, and I hope. And of course, our Warp Sound AI live DJs are gonna be our live artists rather are gonna be playing full sets. And so, um, if anybody hasn't experienced that now, uh, like Warps is our NFT project, but Warp Sound is like it's it's digital. It's like virtual artists performing live interactive AI generated music that we get to vote on the sound with a mobile app. It's wild. So if you're a Warps holder, it's actually, the event is actually full, but we also have a wait list and we're going to try to get as many people in as we possibly can. Um, so yeah, so, so check out the, it's on, it's pinned on our Twitter right now on Warp Sound underscore AI. But yeah, yeah, I hope, yeah and for a, you guys let us know, you know, I hope you guys are going to come. I mean, you guys do events, by the way, I went, to in Austin for like a not the smiles one because I wasn't there anymore, but for the little um, cocktails type thing, you guys were having that one day where Snowfro and a bunch of people were there. It was fire. It does feel you like uh, music NFTs are suddenly going to have their moment at NFT NYC, right? Like suddenly you realize that that's kind of the events you want to turn up to. Yeah, exactly. Also, the female led <laughs> projects I think will do well. It's like I mean, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> what like what better than at a party than a than a music NFT? It's like right. it all kind of works well together. Yeah, kinda. And uh, and you mix that with art, like y'all are doing is uh, is um, is uh, is really interesting. So I love the uh, I love what Warp Sounds is doing. I'm looking here for something different. The Crypto Rastas they tweeted at me too. They're doing an event mm. for the photography drug collection, which is on June twenty second. It's it's uh, it's on there my tweet, so you can see it. I have a crypto rasta actually. Those are this is the cool community. So yep. they have, it's gonna be fun. Peter Andre Simon, in the uh, in the audience there. He says he has a spreadsheet. The guy and he's in our uh, Rogue Radio DAO council. I don't know if you want to pull him up. That, I, uh, I told mm -hmm. Redbeard to uh, to come talk about NFT NYCC. Uh, I don't know if he requested, but if you want to bring him up, yeah, yeah. Yo, yo. I have something that may interest you to all you guys. I have a spreadsheet with more than 150 events during NFT. And then, I will pin it right now. And then, uh, and then let me see. I'm gonna, I'm trying to gather more. I know the 27. What's sort of going on? 20. I know we have Ape, there's Ape Fest like for a few days, uh, in a row. Cool cats. Thursday cool. night, cool. event. The Zoratopia events are going. She's uh, with Latasha. I think she's like throwing a few events throughout the week. Azuki, there's so many. Nice. Yo, Andre, where's that sheet? I'm it right now. <laughs> there's too much going on. 
Uh, also, GM Redbeard. Yo, what's up? There you go. GM, GM, GM. How you doing? Yo, Redbeard. Haruk, if you if you can tell me which which day is the Rock Radio event, so I can add it to the to this spreadsheet. Perfect. Yes, sir. Um, Barbaroja. What's up? How you doing, Farouk? Yo, GM. Talk to me about NFT NYC. Uh, this is gonna, I think this event's going to kill me. I'm not going to survive this one. I survived like <laughs> five bear markets. I'm not going to survive this event. I don't know how this... It just kept blowing up. It's, it's going to be awesome. Essentially, we have like a full block party from 1 to 10 o'clock on the South Street Seaport. We have like a ton of stuff that's going on outside. Uh, we have like a big announcement coming from, I'll just say, from Micah about that. We have the Face Ooh. Studio. We have, he's doing something huge there. We have this huge art installation. And then we have like music outside the whole time and like all these like street artists and all this crazy stuff. And then 6 to 12, we have this like theater experience at, right at that same location, the iPick Theater. It's actually being partly sponsored by... Mr. Fungible over there and Schiller's and Time Magazine. Parallel is having a whole thing there. They're also a co-sponsor. So basically there's like eight theaters and each theater is going to have like all these different immersive experiences. So like, you know, we're going to have all the artists show off their stuff. We're going to have, you know, Parallel's doing a whole thing where they're going to finally show off some of their game. Actually, no, I'm supposed to say that out loud. I take that back. So they'll announce that. So. Oh, shit. Then, um... We're going to have like collectors like these is going to have like a, a theater experience where he's going to show off his stuff and NorCal and a bunch of other people. And each theater has like a different cocktail from mixologist that's everybody could try like Deez's theater. He's going to have, of course, some kind of CBD drink, which is going to be awesome. And there's going to be food at every theater. And then we have two bars inside the theater with like different like Rio is playing and all these other DJs and Transient Labs is going to be there. They're showing off all their art that they're doing. I don't know. It's just a lot. I, I, I probably didn't sell that the right way. I apologize for that, but I'm just... Nah, that sounds I'm sick. I'm so hyped. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I need to express you. This guy has, like, seven kids, and he's throwing an event for, like, yeah. 1,000 kids. So, like... By the way, you know, Brian on stage here, by the way, just for the record, is actually a former student of mine from, like... 10 years ago. Wait, seriously? Swear to God. Yeah. Sorry. Best class in school, for sure, hands down. I was teaching STEM, and he was one of my students. I love that. Yeah. I love to hear it. Dude, I'm so excited for your parties. Jesus, that sounds like... It's going to be awesome. I think, Dang. listen, the, the whole point was that we really wanted to make, like, a real Web3 experience. So, like, the, you know, you guys do... Rug Radio does very similar things, right? Like, we kind of, like, act a certain way on Twitter. Right. But then when we go in real life, like, you know, IRL events, it's just like it's like, you know, loud music and we can't hear each other speak. But that's just not what Web3 is. So why don't we make events where we could show off the Web3 artists, the musicians? And we're actually going to have a live Twitter spaces. We figured a way to do it for Oak. So we're going to be able to do it yeah. in the theater. One of the theaters is just going to be live spaces for like six hours. So you have to come. That's... join. You have to come. What day on. is that? That's so it's Monday, all Monday. A whole day, basically six to twelve on Monday. That's fire. Six yeah. to twelve. Okay, six p.m. to twelve, like at night. Yeah. Interesting. That sounds like a lot 10, of fun. 
10.30 is when you need to be there. Yeah, 10.30. Just make sure we don't leave these on the couch this time. We have to make sure he gets up. <laughs> I, I cannot eat any mushrooms no. at dinner <laughs> or before oh, dinner. Oh, well, it depends who you hang out with, these. Because if you're with me, I'm going to make sure you don't. But if you hang out with the wrong people, you're going to end up in the street. <laughs> I don't know who I'm talking about. And so, yeah. and so, you know, I'll take care of you, these. I'll make Fung- sure you get to Redbeard. Fungi, <laughs> you have to make sure he gets there as well. So, because I'm I'm having dinner with these right before, right? I know. Okay. Yes. Well, so so just... I'll, I'll I'll make sure that you know we we get these to the to the NFC. <laughs> but it's gonna be great. I think I think <laughs> I, I just make sure. So I I think Keith's at your same dinner. So like, and I know he's coming by because time is like a sponsor of ours. So. You'll have to like come as a group, so this way he won't have these. Even if he gets high, you'll have to carry him there. It'll be okay. <laughs> That's gonna be so we're, funny. We're just referring to this party I was supposed to go to in Denver with Redbeard, and I yeah. ate like a grandma mushrooms three hours before I was supposed to go there, and I was just like on this couch at another party texting Redbeard, like I don't think I'm gonna make it. I can't leave this couch. Oh my god! So, but you, but you made it. I think fun. I think fun. You dragged it over, right? I did. Make I think it. I was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> we rallied. We rallied. We rallied. We sobered up. We sobered up. No, it's gonna be. It's gonna be really awesome. I appreciate. It. I think it's gonna be very different in a lot of ways. We're really trying to like maximize everybody. Like, uh, we have one theater. I totally forgot. That's actually just playing music. So like, we have uh, Ed's playing. Latasha's playing. In this, in the theaters aren't like regular movie theaters. They're like you know this like like high end movie theater. I don't know if you've ever been to them before, but oh, like the reclining seat ones. Yeah. Oh like the, yeah, those are good. Yeah. Like the the IPIX. Yeah, it's a, it's it's an IP. Well, we're renting out the IPIC theater on South Street Seaport. Oh, That's well, exactly. that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. there you go. So if, if if these gets too high, he has a place to sleep. Well, yeah, like, we're gonna put him in. His, we're gonna put. Yeah, we're gonna put him in, in his theater. We're going to play his thing, and then we're going to let him lay down, and then he can <laughs> as many shrooms as he wants. That's going to be so... Honestly, it's going to be so badass. I'm excited for your event. And there's a, there's, there is a, a spreadsheet, actually, that's at the top that has a lot of events. I know Logic has an event also a couple days for a couple of days that, that he has his own conference going on. It's going to be really good. Um, Ed was talking about it the other day on stage. I know Brittany has her BIPOC NFT um uh, thing going on as well which is going to be probably probably really good too um i don't know if anyone on stage has any other events and i'm just going to move forward to topic of the day i do i do okay hi Farouk. hi everyone yeah so on on gm Anushka. Hi, GM. um on june 21st in harlem i've organized an event where we will be recreating the two iconic great day in harlem photos which was a great day in jazz in 1958 by art kane for esquire magazine and a great day in hip-hop shot by the legendary gordon parks um, for xxl magazine so i am inviting all of the creators and artists um, of color to join us we will start with a brunch um, beforehand and then we're going to head over to these iconic stoops to take these pictures they'll be shot by rough draft and i um, really, really excited about this because I was kind of inspired oh, for, for when Rough we took draft. that picture in front of Christie's. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn, God, we got to do this in Harlem. USA. You know, I just looked up that photo, Great Day in Harlem, that they're going to be, uh, that you're going to be like redoing. Yeah. It's really cool. It was 57 jazz artists 
1958, like Thelonious Monk showed up, Count Basie, Count Basie was on the ground with a bunch of little kids, um, just like some really iconic jazz artists. And then in hip hop, it was just like everyone that was in the scene, like from the from the OGs that started in the early 80s to like the guys that were really taking over in the early 90s, like Rakim and Most Def and yeah, so... Where it's our turn to push the culture forward globally, so I figured let's document this and solidify it. That's fire! Everybody should check out that original photo. A uh, great day in Harlem, and uh, it's actually sick. Are you guys gonna like auction it off after or something? Like do something with it? What? Maybe, but um, it's also to coincide with an NFT that's coming out that um by the Painted House, which is Ja Rule and Herb Rice's new company. Um, the artist's name, Nick, um, wow, I just had a brain fart, Nick Davis. Um, he's just absolutely incredible. He has a huge Instagram following and it's his first time in the NFT space. And the collection is called Black is Beautiful. That's amazing. I'm excited to see what comes out. You Thank guys you are, so much. You guys are sick. So yeah, he's a dope photographer. So that's, that should be a lot of fun. It's going to be um, so much. yeah, I mean, hell yeah. And the whole the whole trip is gonna be really cool. There's there's stuff for everyone. I was telling people, some people are like, I don't know what to do, where to go. I'm like, just just get your flight to New York and you'll figure like, I mean, like there's so much happening. Like, even if you can't make it to like certain events because like token gated, there's that, blah, blah, blah. Like there's there's so much happening and so many cool people to run into uh doing NFT NYC. So uh we'll we'll do this quick like follow up, I guess, often so, until NFT NYC on the show so that we can um so that we can, you know, uh, help people navigate their, their NFT NYC I hope we do that uh, photography walk again. That was, like, one of my favorite things last year through Central Park. Uh, I wonder if we're going to yes. organize that. That was such a blast. It's like, 75 people, and I got to just go up to people who had no idea what I looked like and be like, hey, I know you. I own your art. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, I know you. I own your art. <laughs> it was really fun. <laughs> that sounds fun. Um, and so... And so um, and so, yeah, so, wow, this, this, today we took a whole tangent. Oh, SF, Mando, I love that. We went, we went pretty far. I mean, we should, we should talk about, I mean, we do have some time left. Um, and we have, wait, quite... OSEP is back. Oh, hi. OSEP did even sneak <laughs> I've, back. I've, I've, I've always been here. I've always been here. <laughs> Finished recording. <laughs> what, the, the what did you do with Sobi, man? Yeah, where's Sobi? You left with him. <laughs> Yes, Sobi and I was were last seen walking out the rug radio door together, <laughs> hand in hand. You left Sobi in the alleyway. We yeah. haven't heard from him since. Same dress, guys. He he dumped Sobi. He just left with Sobi and came back without him. Uh, free Sobi, wherever he is, free him. Uh, and so we were supposed to have Frank D. Gods on stage this morning, but I don't think it looks like it looks like it's not happening right now, um, unless Frank is here. Uh, you can request to speak, but we'll have him another time. Um, and Every, so, happy to say they'll come on the show when you ask them late at night, and then when it comes to the morning, it's, it's like a... <laughs> it keeps happening. It's because the show's early, and and I guess people or sometimes they just stay up late and like oh, and they fell asleep and they stay asleep. So we'll have D gods. We'll, we'll talk about D gods another day. I think we because we do have um, or maybe tomorrow, but I do we do have guests tomorrow and Friday. Uh, Friday we have Corey Van Lu 
It's gonna be a fun origin story. Tomorrow's gonna to be the, uh, a lot of fun too. We have some stuff for the rug radio holders, and people are live on spaces actually, so it's gonna be pretty fun. But I think like with the people I have on stage right now, uh, I think we could have a cool conversation uh, that we were meant to have, uh, which was in the topics that the that are pinned at the top. At the beginning, Mando, which something uh, obviously clickbait king Mando came up with. Um, why are people finding it tough to enjoy NFTs at the moment? And I guess we could Q in um, we could Q in the the pinned the, sorry the the tweet from the Nvidia guy. He just made a whole thing. And it went pretty big and sparked a lot of conversation in the NFT space. And also, we hear a lot like every day now. Oh, the fun is back. This is back. The fun was not. So that's a narrative uh, that we hear a lot. And so, Mando, maybe you wanna you wanna intro that. Yeah, look, I, I think the thing from it was from Hexarax. I'll actually pin it, but it was more. I think that was more fud than just like him not really enjoying it. I think he he's like really um like moving away from being involved in the space. But I think uh, I just you see it a lot at the moment on Twitter. I think it's I think it's mainly because new projects are taking over. All uh, I kind of touched on it before, but new projects are taking over the space. Getting involved in new projects in general is like a bit of a like a mind fuck like you just have to it's constant churn like it's constant fomo and for people who just kind of want to enjoy it on a more chilled basis i just think it's it feels very very quiet out there it feels as though because a lot of these communities um aren't seeing a lot of volume and let's face it like floor, floor prices are down um there's a lot of people like shrinking out shrinking into themselves and not really engaging on stuff um it feels kind of fractious i'm seeing like a lot of fights on twitter at the moment more than even during like bull markets i think um so yeah i just think part part of it's that it's not it's more than just being a bear market though i think right now it also just feels as though a lot of people i think are feeling a little bit forgotten during this like um during this time and like the only people who seem to be making money are like the you know bleeding edge traders who kind of love to like who have scripts with a bunch of these these new projects coming out and um it can feel as though in some ways people are missing out on fomo even more now than they have for the last few months because the only people making money are in these new projects so that that's what i think i don't know if anyone else um has any views on it like i just feel as though during other bear markets we've had it hasn't felt like this before as in that people are consistently saying they're not really enjoying it right now. They're not really like enjoying being part of the part of the conversation. Oh, Seth, what do you think? I don't know. Like, I think I think there's been a lot of money to be made in the last few weeks, even with the bear market. I think you maybe had to be a bit lucky or just do some really degenerate stuff. But it does feel like it does feel like it's just been a I don't know like a small group of people that have done well and everyone else who hasn't feels a little bit disgruntled about it but um yeah i don't know like i think um like it's been it's been a bit shit but i don't think the morale feels that bad i think like i'm still having the same conversation with the same people like i think everyone gets it like stuff's not as good as it was but i don't think that many people are disheartened and i think one thing that's clear is like in these times you just get an idea of like who's actually going to stick around and who isn't and um yeah like i'm i'm great grateful to say that all the people that i speak to are still sticking around and aren't really phased by what's going on so yeah like look the morale sucks sometimes and we're obviously like definitely way off recent peaks in everything like market scripts and nfts but um i don't think people are that phased by it because i actually think people are having um fun out there just doing you know random stuff and 
I think there's a lot of people building things, a lot of people who are focused on that. Um, and I think NFT NYC is going to change the morale of the whole space. I really do. Like, and I really believe in you know, this in, in real in real life stuff. But after I went to like Denver and Austin, like you just came back, you just come back from those kind of events feeling pretty good. And I don't know if that will necessarily translate to people actually turning around and buying NFTs. But I think the space will just feel like um, you know of a much higher like morale than it is now. And even like look, we spent an hour talking about how sick M- NFT NYC is going to be, and it's still like two weeks away, right? So I think as we build up to it, um, people's uh, people's morale will change, and and we'll we'll just get this new level of excitement. I think that will come back, which will show you that you don't always need to have like high prices and make loads of money to enjoy the space. And I think that's the way it should be. It shouldn't always be about the money. It should be about the people you meet and the stuff you can do, and um, you know. Yeah, the vibes uh, will be high. The floors might not be high. Exactly. That's exactly right. I think, but this feeling of the money part is probably coming stemming from the fact that for a moment it was so euphorically up only and a lot of people were making money that it had become really so much about the money that people forgot that like there's also more to it in a way, right? And I think that, you know, it's probably that's why some people now are feeling left out or let down when their stuff is down and a lot of it is almost everything is a lot of our stuff is and it's and they forget that there was something bigger there right that's why we we remind people all about the technology but also like even i referred to that person who wrote that thread i thought it was awfully wrong and off because there is a lot of a handful of really talented artists in the space that are actually trying to do something with this technology in new mediums so but it's just um it's just like even Naomi was talking about some cool shit earlier, right? With async and music NFT. So it's just like there is like a lot going on. It's just, it's just there's not the, a lot of money that follows it. And there's also way more people. Like a year and a half ago on Clubhouse, we were talking about like NFTs and shit and like artists were selling. Or like these, you will know because you've been here longer, a little longer too. Like there was less artists. So it's like obviously it was easier to cut through the noise. But now there's like a ton of people. So obviously it's harder. Like, everything's more competitive. Like it's harder for a 10 K project to mint out now. Like almost none of them mint out. Like before it was like every single project mints out. Like today, actually today's the one year anniversary. I think of the Yetis, right? <laughs> but Yetis in this market would never mint. Oh, maybe as a free mint, but it's, <laughs> but it's like, it's crazy when you think about it. So it's, it's, I think just, it's a perspective change rather than um, it being not fun anymore. Uh, but it's uh, I don't know if anyone else is chiming on that. I, I was just gonna say that I think I think the reality is, and this is definitely the reality for me, and I'm sure it is for a lot of people, is like over the last year we've all made a lot of friends, we've all made a lot of mates in the space, and that, like I speak to, I literally speak to everyone on Rug Radio more than I do in anything else because I'm on it for like two hours a day, and I've made a lot of mates in the space, and like you know if, if the markets go down and you start losing money, you don't stop speaking to your mates, right? You carry on, so. Um, the only person I stopped speaking to is Mando, really. But apart from that, I think... Um, <laughs> I think uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you're, on, you're on Rug Radio for about five minutes each day, and then you stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the whole time. I just, uh, I'm, I'm, a quiet, I'm a quiet listener. But see, he's, enga- he's engaging today, Mando. He's making progress. Yeah. What do you mean? Come on. Yeah, come on. Just got, I got come my confidence on, back. I'm I, sorry he's giving you a hard time, Ovi. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry your partner's bullying you, bro. And live on stage, he's like straight gaslighting you. Doi, Sobi does that to me. Um, and <laughs> no, but 
<laughs> it's true. No, this is some good points. I don't know if anybody else on stage had some thoughts on this. Bando, go ahead. No, I was just to say, I was just thinking previous bear markets was just like trying to buy, it was trying to buy projects which are down 60, 70%. And it was like, okay, it was actually a really good time sometimes. Like the people who stick around, are like, we're lucky. We do a show every single day. We have tons of great guests on who talk about really interesting stuff in the space. Like we can have a great conversation each day. But I do think that, um, I just think because the tone of this is just the only people making money is in these new project flips. And that part of the market is a brain drain. Like it is so tough to kind of get your, to get yourself into that mindset each day, get up. It's kind of like what it was like, I don't know, this time last year, when, you know, it was, it was just like getting involved in any new product that came out because it was going to do a 10 X. Um, and I think, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's why I'm seeing it. I, I personally don't feel it. Like I, I enjoy these spaces. I enjoy, um, having this conversation each day. And I do think that like, we, we are lucky in that we get to where rug radio is impervious to like bear markets in many ways. Like it's actually, it, you have even better conversations, but um, I just think it's important to like recognize it. Maybe. That is interesting. Anybody else on stage? Like, what are your thoughts? Like if I were to tell you, uh, if I were to tell you, you know, why are people finding it tough to enjoy NFTs at the moment? What would you tell me back? What would you say back? Fungible. I, I feel also. like, what yeah, would be I feel your like we're... fix up to sorry, that? Sorry, go ahead, sir. No, 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 sorry, sorry. I was just saying, like, what would you say back to that? And then what would be your solution to that, you know? Solution's a good question. I mean, I feel like, you know, the reason some people are having less fun, if they are, is that we're still playing musical chairs, but there's less chairs, and they're moving faster, and the prizes are smaller. Um, and the, the trading value from the prizes is also like questionable, like going down a bit more. Um, so I think it's, I think it's tough. Like I think anytime the game kind of shifts quickly, uh, it's hard to like, you know, readjust and be dynamic. Um, and where people might've been upset of, you know, you often see like artists um, feeling uh, not great from like, you know, when, PFP collections were hitting huge numbers and uh, more, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't know, projects that look uh, higher effort or the arts, better quality, um, weren't doing as great. And I think now, like, seeing, you know, piss and shit uh, collections being valued at, like, you know, $5,000 or something, I think that can be tough for people. They're um, literally called really... two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I think it's like, I, I just I gotta tap out on this one. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know if I can get involved at this point. Um, and I think a lot of people are like having those thoughts. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm still having a lot of fun. I don't know what the solution is other than to like use the time to touch a little more grass and learn from your mistakes and you know throw the dice when you can afford to. Um, yeah, not really sure on a solution though. Yeah, I think one thing um, is like there are definitely a lot of people who did come here for money, and like I'm kind of echoing a little bit of what was said before. But um, but also like I'll give like a little personal uh, experience. Like before two months ago, like I you know I was in the space. I you know came, came onto these spaces, was involved, like engaging, but I wasn't involved in like I wasn't added to like any group chats really, and then like kind of became friends with a couple people added me to a group chat with like let's say like 20 other people and now like you know i'm talking there every single day and that allows um, me to like stay engaged and to you know have make friends in the space and 
you know, it doesn't really get boring at all in that sense. And like, if you're a person who is kind of here, like floating around Twitter alone, like isn't in a group chat with friends that they're trying to make and like certain things like that, then I can see why it would get uh, a little like boring or not really having so much fun. But like, if you, you know, can engage with people, you know, make like a little small friend group, maybe join some group chats and just like really like speak with people and, and, and talk about like all some cool things that are going on every day then like it allows it allows the space to be very enjoyable even when prices aren't doing well i love that that's definitely good some good advice jen what's up gm gm um i think like the thing that i'm excited for about i don't know it's weird because i feel like i can't tell the difference between a bull and a bear market because what i pay attention to is not always the money part of it um and I think that like this is an opportunity to kind of have more people that join the space for values other than making money. Um, And like, even though that's an awesome part of this, it's important. I think like, you know, when all of us joined on Clubhouse and back in the day, it was about like what this could do for artists, like how this technology could change things, artists getting like the value that they deserve. Um, and so, yeah, I hope that like some of the fun part comes back and some of the appreciation of art. And I think like now is a good opportunity to use this time to like really show those other values and get people involved for those reasons. I love that. Naomi? Yeah, I think everything everyone said is so it's so great and spot on. And I also think there's just like a physiological thing that a lot of folks are experiencing where when things were, you know, in this market where you could just jump in and mint things and people were, a lot of people were making a lot of money and stuff. There's, it almost taps into this, um, this, uh, what is it like a dopamine hit or something that happens? It's like the same thing that happens on social media when someone likes your stuff and you get this actual physiological reaction. And I think that a lot of folks actually, I think that, like it tapped into this almost like a, a get the darker side of all this. Like it tapped into side of kind of like a gambling, um, a gambling. Yeah. Like that, that this reaction and, and people started to kind of like, you're like riding a high in a sense, a lot of it. And I think that when that kind of goes away, a lot of people were just suddenly left without that very just like measurable hit of adrenaline. And, um, and so I think in addition to just everything that everybody said, there's also this like, actual physical component that 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 a lot of folks are probably experiencing which probably contributes to um people feeling kind of down in general and um and yeah i mean this to me this time is like jen said it's like i mean obviously like i can tell the difference i'm very much sort of having been in crypto for many years at this point like i'm kind of firmly rooted in both sides of it the art and just the the crypto side and um so I think I'm I'm feeling it, but I'm also just digging in more to the creative aspect and, you know, it, like the friendships, the communities, what people are creating, what projects. It really gives you a good chance to see what you think is going to be around as well. Like who's continuing to build right now? Who's like who's who's disappearing? Who's like just digging in more and who's trying to like keep offering more value to everything that we're doing um, to our communities? And it's I don't know, it's it's as good a time as any to me, you know, as far as I'm concerned, because also people getting into the space, I think would have a more realistic view of it because like every, it's really easy for a ton of people to jump in when things are like crazy 
bull market, but it's really great to be onboarding people now so that they can see, you know, this is a long game. It's not like, it's not a get rich quick scheme. You don't come in and leave a millionaire next month. I mean, some people do, but that's really not the majority of the experiences in here. So it's like a great time to bring people in and show them every side of what this is and why we're all still here, whether, you know, whether it's a bull market, whether it's a bear market, whether projects are up or down, whatever, we're here for other reasons. And we believe in it long term for all the reasons. That was perfectly and beautifully said, uh, Naomi. You should come on more often. Uh, but <laughs> I should. I know. I need to. I need uh, to. I, I kind of disappeared into Warp Sound. I disappeared into the project you did. I'm working on. I know, but I'm back. I'm, I'm fully back. No, no, but that's good. You you were grinding it, and now you have. But it's true. Like I find myself right now this time to have a little more time for some things that were really crucial and important in my life, like actually taking care of my health. Uh, not gonna lie, it's been feeling very good. Uh, and uh, but it's been things like that. Like you know, not. I think it was important for people to realize that not everything revolves around NFTs in this space, and you also do have a life IRL. Uh, and uh, and it was perfectly time with the summer. Uh, so maybe it's a sign. But and hence the meme touch grass. But still, like. I don't think I think the reason why we even have this discussion right now about the enjoyable part is because obviously a lot of people left because of that and they will be back when we'll be trending again, uh, which is probably not going to be too long. Right. And there's going to be a, this phase that's probably going to you know move on and move forward and we're going to mature out of it. But hey, like at least we have something right. I think I was writing about that yesterday. I was like, you know, I tweeted about this last night, but like my thought behind this, I was saying, I forgot what I said. I said. You know, the market could be worse than Freeman's blowing up and people having fun. We could have nothing at all. And what I meant by that is honestly, like, we were talking about, we talk about volume every morning on the show. Like, what was that day? Like, there was barely any volume on blue chips and all the, the $30 million and other stuff. Like, at least we have any volume. So for people to still come in and play or at least build something in this space. But I don't know. I don't know if these have some thoughts on this. And, and if you find it less enjoyable or do you just find it different? Like, I don't know, like, from your point of view, how you see things. Yeah, I think a lot of people tie their enjoyment to the like money part, and since yeah. the money went down, it was like unenjoyable for them. I think for a lot of us, we get a lot of enjoyment just out of being in the community, trying to build cool shit for other people to build off, and like collecting the art itself. Uh, for me, there's like less noise right now, aside from every day I check Blur and see the literal pieces of shit, and like goblin derivatives are at the top of the charts, or we're all gonna die. But like, that's um you know not the end of the world it's just kind of funny um it's not like i spend a bunch of time researching these projects because they're at the top of the charts it's like oh look at this this is interesting and then you laugh and then you're like oh wag is fucking burning a mutinate now okay what's going on um life comes at you quick maybe bought some of those when they were 0.1 and 0.5 and broke but other than that like I've been able to collect some good art at like a cheaper price. One of the things I learned, of course, it seems like I learned this every bull run. So I don't take enough profit. Like right now I'm looking at what I had in dollars and I'm just wondering like, why the fuck didn't I sell more? I was really dollars? that last Cause night. I'm like what looking the at the art did... I could be buying in dollar value now. And I'm like, holy shit. Like what I was paying in, you know, February, uh, March, April, I could be getting like three X that value now in june um but you know it is what it is i i'm, I'm having a great time i think this gives artists uh, hopefully time to like ignore the market a bit and create more and then hopefully we'll see some really you know era defining creations come out of this wall 
Can I ask well, I've been able to collect a lot more people right now, too, because a lot of people have been releasing, like, editions lately. Ethan, we both bought that, right? Goku's? You you bought that, too, no? 5511? Yeah. And Shufitai, I just I just bought mine from, from Uncle Jot. Shout out Uncle Jot. Um, and, like, oh, a bunch of stuff. And dollar value is really cheap. I saw Beeple the other day at 11 ETH, and that's, like, 20K. Like, Yo, speaking of Beeple, I gotta ask, what the fuck is this project that came out last night that people are speculating it has something to do with people all i know is i looked at it it was like 0.2 ETH. i went to bed it's like 1.1 now and people were I saying it has something to do with people bro. i saw it <laughs> and i was like what the fuck is this like i didn't see the the uh you know tie to people i was like oh people released a tweet 50 minutes ago and it's vaguely in a similar art style i don't think it's people not gonna lie so that's a new meta Free mint pretend it's people. People says it's not him. He makes a joke about it. Price goes up. Repeat. I mean, it's been. I mean, the the goblins were kind of Yuga, uh, you know, teased like, oh, these goblins are by Yuga, and a lot of people bought into that. So, I mean, I think it's it's been a thing now. This so reminds me back in the back in the day when there used to be rumors that uh, Vitalik died, and then people would short ether for like two hours. And then he would have to come out and say he's not dead, and then it would go up. That sounds uh, pretty intense. Yeah, like no. in 2017, that happened like multiple times. Or like 2000, <laughs> it was like, what? yeah, they used to have these rumors that Vitalik died, and then like people would short ether, it would go down, he'd come out, and it would go up, and then they would long it. It was it was wild. That's- I've seen an interview him doing. Didn't he have to, he had to do something on chain as well? Like he had, yeah. he wrote it. Ethereum chain. Yeah, he had some, one time like a hundred percent. One time like everybody really believed it, and he had to like, and then he even tweeted, and they didn't believe the tweet, so he had to do something on chain to prove that he was alive. Sign a message yeah. from his wallet. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think one thing to I, I remember from we've probably had this is probably one of the deepest bear markets we've had in, over the last eighteen months, but over the last um, four or five months. Uh, sorry, four or five like bear markets or like deep dips that we've had. You do really regret that you didn't do certain things during that period. Like it's quiet right now, but it also like I know like art block started during a very quiet period like this, and then ended up being like a like meteoric bull run. You've had other other times where you're just like this is the time where you can really do a lot of research into a lot of stuff. You can learn about a lot of stuff. So as stuff starts picking up, you can pick them up. And they can just go parabolic, I think. So I do I do think this is not a time to just like do just chill. Like you can this is often the best time because during bull markets it's it's almost impossible to keep up with um or like you always feel like you're catching catching things as they're already like ripping. Uh now's the time where you can really, really get discounts and stuff which you think is gonna last five, ten years. This is actually a very good time for that. Um rough draft. You have some, uh, I saw you come up for this. You have some piece of advice for people? I don't see him. I see him as a speaker. Oh, he's rugged then. <laughs> we got I, we got Jen up here. I mean, I'd like to hear what Jen says because she had like launched the, one of these projects during this time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wrote a very long manifesto, but to summarize it, I mean, I saw that the only things that were doing well in this space were like derivatives and free mints. And so I did Goblin Girls just because 
like day one, I drew one. I was like, you know what? If I don't do this, someone else is. But 50% of all secondaries are just going back to the community and supporting um, specifically women and non-binary one-on-one artists in NFTs. And uh, that was just kind of my way of like, I knew this was going to happen anyway, right? That there was going to be all of these derivatives. And um, I was like, fuck it. Instead of like, it was just like all the, everyone was just flipping everything from Seoul, which is funny because the first time I went on Magic Eden, it was just flipped versions of everything on ETH. Um, So I honestly thought that was funny. And, uh, you know, you can make money off of derivatives like and free mints. I definitely have been playing around with that. And I think um, I was just like, I'm going to do this, but kind of do it to bring the values back to where I want them to be. So um, right now we have like, I, I just got back on Wi-Fi because I've also been moving. Um, but I think 75 ETH just to put back into the ecosystem, obviously minus taxes and I have to figure that out, but um, to put back into the ecosystem and just to artists, supporting artists, because that's when stuff was really fun. Hell yeah. And, uh, and I love this piece of advice. I don't know if anybody else has have any advice. I'm going to try and bring Rough Draft up again, but it is 12. And so maybe we catch a, a couple other ones. Actually, Deez, I want to ask you a question real quick. You said that you were telling yourself, damn it, you know, you should have, you know, perhaps taken more profits because now you could have bought more stuff with the value. This is a thought I've had to combat quite a bit. And it kind of sucks at times, but how do you beat that thought? <laughs> how do you defeat um, it? I normally it beat it by having like a plan that I follow. I guess just my plan was a shitty plan that didn't account for how much I'd have to pay in taxes. And then uh, the moment to execute my plan was more in the December, January timeframe. Um, and, you know, that moment slipped away when I figured out, oh shit, like I actually owe this amount in uh, April. <laughs> and ETH is now whatever cheaper amount it is. Um, but I think in general, just having a plan and not being. Um, subject to like the tides and turns of the market is important. Totally agree with that. Totally have a plan. Super important. But yeah, those are some good pieces of advice. I think it was a good conversation, Mando Osef. I think we can even close it at that. It was fun to talk about all things the market and then, you know, of course, NFT NYC and the events and have people up and come and talk to us about their events. We're going to keep compiling it up. It was cool to mint some Pop Wonder music NFTs that y'all worked on. So that was the coolest was fucking fun. mint experience. Yeah. Like, it revealed layer by layer. That was so sick. Congrats. Cool. Yeah. That was very cool. I'm really happy with my three. Um, Thank you great. all. Uh, I think a bunch of us started minting them on stage, actually. So that was definitely, uh, definitely really, really dope. And so, yeah, tomorrow uh, we'll see y'all same time, same place, same people. <laughs> 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for another episode of GMNFTs. We're giving stuff away tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be fun. We're giving stuff away tomorrow on stage. It'll be another great conversation. And then, uh, and yeah, so with that, I hope you all have a beautiful day on this beautiful Wednesday, June 8th. Big shout out. Thank you, co-host. As usual, Mando, OSF, who OSF actually today, you, come on, man. Mando, you got to give OSF some credit today. He's for like man. a solid like 25 minutes. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking with you. <laughs> some, someone really appreciates me. Yeah, exactly. See, Mando, damn, Mando doesn't get jealous of himself. Don't, don't, don't go too far. <laughs> <laughs>
and uh, and <laughs> big shout of course to our, to our guest you know Naomi D's fifty five eleven Sobi earlier Simon Jen Brian Manushka and as usual Frankie oh Barbara and oh there's Mando what are you saying Frankie D gods. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, D God, for rocking the show. And uh, see, damn it, these Solana people. And uh, <laughs> just kidding. I'll, I'll reach out to Frank. And so we'll have him on another day. And as usual, you know, Golden's going to be posting a thread uh, right after the show, uh, recapping it that you can catch. And he's going to post this everywhere SoundCloud, Apple, Spotify, Deezer, MySpace. Every single platform you can imagine, you're going to be able to catch this on replay. Of course, you can catch the replay here on Twitter. And with that, love y'all. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Peace out.